<clears throat> well, welcome to another edition of the Other Ground Live. Uh, apparently, Ryan hasn't quite made it here yet, so I'm going to go ahead and start the show. Uh, first off, I'm trying a new microphone, so I need you guys' help to uh, uh, give me a good idea of the sound quality and the, um, what's the word I'm looking for, the volume. Okay, uh, so it does sound like shit. Okay, uh, compared to my other microphone, it's quite a bit worse. Uh, did you share? Okay. Um, here's, okay, here's slightly closer. How's that sound? Uh, still pretty bad? Okay, well, that's good to know. Okay, here's the thing. Um, the microphone that I normally use is, uh, re you have to get really super close to it. And that's not an issue for a normal show. Uh, the issue being, uh, if I'm going to do a fight companion, I can't be hunched over the um, microphone for six hours. It's probably going to hurt me. Uh, <laughs> so my question to you is the, the quality that I have right now, would that be okay for a uh, fight companion? Or should I move back over to the other microphone? Okay, that's good to know. Okay, good. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to use it for this show because I don't think I could get away with unplugging my microphone during the show and plugging the other one back in. So we're going to go ahead and work with that. Uh, Ryan should be here momentarily, and then we'll go ahead and actually start the show. I'm already here. <laughs> All right. You want to you kick it off, sir? Ladies and gentlemen, get those dollars ready. Coming up next to the stage on the Other Ground Podcast, it's your host, Passive J and Ryan. That is correct. It is yet another edition of Other Ground Live. I'm Passage Jay. That's Ryan over there. Say hello, Ryan. It is May the 8th, which means it's Friday, and we are one day away from the longest podcast in history. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe we're doing a six-hour podcast. Uh, before you got here, uh, I was mentioning to the uh, fine folks in the uh, chat box, hello, OG Army, that I'm using a different microphone today. Uh, this one allows me to be far, a lot farther away than the other microphone. I realize the sound quality is not nearly as good. Uh, but And so I will not be using this beyond today for normal podcasts. But for the for the Fight Companion, when, when we are going to be on for so long, uh, I don't think I can hunch over two inches from a microphone for six hours. So is this sound good enough for you for, like, Fight Companion stuff? I won't use it for regular podcasts. You know, it kind of sounds like you're, you're podcasting in a, pot, in a cardboard box, which... Hmm. I mean, wouldn't be out of character for you, but <laughs> well, I'm also farther away than I probably should be because I'm I'm simula I was trying to simulate how it'll be for the fight cast. Uh, I should probably be about be about right here, actually, which is how I will be doing today's show. Does that sound a little bit better, I assume? Yeah, it sounds a little bit better. The problem with that microphone is the further you get back, the more echoey you get from the room. Right, right, exactly. So once again, it'll it will just be on today because I don't think I want to take the chance of unhooking this microphone and hooking the other one up right now, uh, unless it sounds horrible. Uh, be, but beyond today, I won't be using this microphone for anything but uh, fight companion because, I, like I said, I don't want to be that hunched over a microphone for six hours and it wouldn't be good for my back. But anyways, that's that, and this is this. Uh, how'd your day go? Uh, I was Friday. That was about it. Um, just another day at work. So. You know, the exact opposite of you. <laughs> that is not fair. I've, as I've mentioned before, I'm quite ready to go back to work. Uh, and once again, that's always a big thing here in Michigan, the, the fight back and forth about whether we should be quarantining or, or whether we should be back at work yet. But, you know me, you know, uh, I, there's not much I can do about it, so I try not to complain too much. 
All right. It is White Claw time, so the show is officially started. We have all kinds of topics for you guys today. Uh, I was actually had a busy day, so I was not able to peruse the internet as much as I'd like to find topics, but I picked a couple ones. Uh, so by busy day, do you mean that you've only had like six and a half hours on the computer? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, no, but I actually yeah. did stuff today. I uh, did some recording for uh, on uh, with my bass to try out different uh, microphone stuff. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I actually dug this microphone out because uh, apparently my other microphone sucks for recording anything but a podcast. Uh, and I remembered that I had this old condenser microphone from when I used to do podcasts with actual other people physically. Um, so, uh, so I figured I'd give it a shot. And it turns out when I recorded on the music thing, I didn't even have it set up the right way because I forgot that it's directional. <laughs> and I had it facing in the wrong direction. <laughs> so I'll have to try that out uh, tomorrow uh, some more to see how it goes. Plus, you know, I did some other things. I had to fuck with the hot tub, needed more water, uh, did a little bit of yard work. Um, on the health front, I'm feeling a little bit better. Uh, I would call my stomach a six where the last couple days were an eight or nine. So I'm feeling a lot better. Uh, the... Back injuries reached a point where it only actually hurts when I press on it or in certain positions. It's not constant pain like it was. Like right now, I don't feel any pain at all, although I'm sure if I moved around, I would. So that's an improvement as well. Uh, the only bad thing is I'm 100% sure I have a hernia. <laughs> that's not good. No, it is not. But I'm kind of so, resigned to the fact that's I just apparently I, that's just what happens to me. So you have a hernia. You probably have an ulcer. You have one eye, one kidney. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, you forget I'm missing a muscle in my chest, and I have flat feet. <laughs> yeah, so how are the feet doing now with the lacrosse ball? Like, you know is what? it noticeably different for you now, day to day? Yes. Uh, I still have one problem area that the lacrosse ball can't hit, but the rest of my feet feel quite a bit better. So, unfortunately, the one, the one uh, area the lacrosse ball can't really hit is the worst area, but it's been a great improvement, to be, to be honest with you. See, we told you, lacrosse yeah. ball, amazing thing. Like yes. lacrosse is a is a bullshit sport, but <laughs> the ball they use, fucking handy, Fair, fucking handy. Yeah, and you know, on the hernia thing, I'm kind, you know, I know what a hernia feels like, uh, and it's not a bad one, and I'm gonna ignore it for a couple of years at least. I ignored the last one for two years, um, but yeah, it is kind of depressing. I don't think it's gonna affect my lifting any. I'm just gonna be uncomfortable from time to time for a while. Well, you should probably get the goddamn thing taken care of because as you progress through the lifting that I'm having you do, like by the time you get to the strength blocks, like you're going to be able to, you're going to have to be able to brace like a hundred percent and like you're going to end up like blowing your gut out of your skin. Well, you got to remember, it's not that type of hernia. It's an ingenial hernia. It's in my groin area. It's not in the area that we're lifting normally gives you hernias. Um, I spoke to a couple no, doctors. Like, even with that, like the way that you should be bracing on some of these lifts as heavy as you'll be going relative to your maximum output, like you're going to end up having a hole next to your balls. Yeah. And um, not your asshole. You realize I, I had hernia surgery like in January, right? <laughs> um, and so, you know, I'm not really uh, super keen to have it done again. It's one of the reasons why I'm, why I had to start back all over again. I, I had been back to my former lifting for about a year or so when I was doing pretty good. When I finally decided I might, might as well get the hernia thing out of the way. Uh, I've had it for two years and lifted. Uh, and strangely enough, you get mixed reactions from doctors. The hernia doctor, of course, said, no, don't lift with it. Uh, my general practitioner had a different opinion. Uh, he said, does it hurt when you do when you left? I go, no, it doesn't bother me in the least bit. Uh, 
He goes, do you want to get it fixed? I'm like, no, not particularly. He goes, well, don't get it fixed. I go, well, what if lifting makes it worse? He goes, what if it does? I go, what do you mean? He goes, okay, let's assume lifting makes it worse. Then you go out and get the surgery you're talking about getting right now. He goes, it's not going to be a different surgery. <laughs> he goes, so if it doesn't, he goes, I, he, he was of the opinion that lots of people go get hernia surgeries when they don't really need them and, and they're minor things that they can perfectly live with. He goes, if it bothers you enough, go get the surgery. If you can live with it, don't get it. It's not life-threatening or anything like that. Yeah, so your general practitioner, was he featured on The Simpsons and say hi, everybody, every time he comes on screen? Because <laughs> he sounds just about as good as Dr. Nick. See, I mean, I, I want to agree with him because the last thing I want to do is get another hernia operation. I mean, they're not the as bad as they were when I first got one. You know, oh, shit, I got my first one when I was like eight. Uh, my second one when I was like 20. My third one when I, uh, this January, I'm not really looking forward to the fourth one. Uh, the first two were way worse than the third one, but the third one wasn't a picnic. I mean, you're basically out, you know, uh, out of commission for uh, a week or two, and you can't lift for a month to six weeks. Yeah, but still, like, is it is it always the same place? Like, are they yes. just not fixing you correctly? Shit, they even put it in mesh this time, and it feels like about the same place. I'm sure it's a slightly different muscle, slightly to the right or slightly to the left. And it's the the in the one I had when I was a small child that they they called a uh, um, congenial hernia because apparently I was born with it was on my left side. Uh, the the two times that uh, that I've had uh, hernias and now a third time of, uh, after that have been on my right side. So officially, you're just you're Mister Glass. Yeah, I mean, some people have said that perhaps lifting heavy weights is not the thing for me and I should stick with cardio. Um, but I enjoy lifting weights so much more than than cardio, you know. Um, but I don't know, maybe there's some plausibility to that. Maybe maybe I just have to accept what kind of body I have. No, or you can just not be a pussy and and lift. Yeah, I I agree with you. I, that's what I want to do and that's my plan. I just don't want to get another hernia operation right away. I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm a pussy for that, but they suck, dude. <laughs> I'm tired of doing it. Yeah. I've, I've had been in the hospital way too much the last couple of years, <laughs> but strangely enough, my last hernia is what saved my life. I told you guys that story about how, uh, them, me getting the hernia and going to the emergency room is how they discovered I had cancer. Uh, matter of fact, strangely enough, that was fucking today. You know that that was today, two years ago. I saw it on my Facebook memories. Uh, today, two years ago was when I went to the emergency room because my hernia, uh, uh, finally fucking happened, which I'm sure I had it before that, but, uh, I was, uh, hanging out in the hot tub woohoo, and, uh, got out. And as I was getting out to put the cover on my groin, just started fucking hurting like bad. I'm like, fuck, this fucking hurts. What the hell's going on? And I tried to ignore it for an hour or two. I even ran to the music store to pick up a guitar that, uh, a bass that I had them look at cause it was doing something funny and going to the guitar store. I'm in agony. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? So I go home. Cause you know, cause I really wanted that bass back. They'd been working on it for a while. Um, and I ignore it and go, and by the time I get home, I it's, it's, un it's unbearable. I finally tap out and go to the emergency room. Um, and by the time I checked, I had a lump on the right side of my groin. That was like, I looked fucking lopsided. <laughs> it was bad. Uh, and ironically enough, when I went to the, uh, um, emergency room, they had you, you sit for a while. Cause obviously I'm not a high priority. Uh, it must, the hernia must've went back in. Because it stopped hurting as bad. It went from being like an eight in pain to like a three and sore, and the lump had gone down. So I knew what I had. I, you know, it's, those are obvious hearing systems, symptoms. I almost 
left the ER. I was like, this is stupid. I can't, why am I bothering these people that have obviously bigger problems to worry about than some dude with a hernia when I already know it's a hernia. And the OG saved my life that day. I don't, I never told this part of the story. I posted on the OG while I was sitting there that this sucks. Uh, I'm going to go home. There's no reason for me to be here. And the OG said, that's dumb on several different levels. But the most important one being that if I left now, my insurance probably wouldn't pay for it. I was like, oh shit, I didn't know that. I was about ready to walk out of here. So I stuck around. And at, once I stuck around, they saw me, they put me in the CAT scan machine and they found the lump on my kidney. Uh, but the OG saved my life that day. So you don't think it's a little bit suspect or a cause for greater concern that right now you're dealing with another hernia and you have stomach issues and you have the health history that you have. Um, yeah, because ironically, uh, when I was in the ER, my post said my groin and stomach hurt, not just groin. Um, so I think I was having these kind of stomach issues that day too. Uh, and yeah, that is a big concern to me. Uh, Monday I'm going to see a gastro, well, I'm going to ha have a teleconference of a gastro, uh, a stomach doctor, um, to look at that part of it. So and you plan on also telling them about the hernia pain and yeah. to go over the history of what happened last time you had both of these pains. Yeah, oh, certainly. And now, okay. now that you pointed out, maybe I should probably talk to somebody about a CAT scan. Huh? I mean, I had one in December. It's 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 only been uh, five months since the last time I had a full like workover. Uh, but a lot can happen in five months, I guess. Well, yeah, it it can happen. Well, at least if nothing else, right? If something is wrong, at least if you can catch it early, it's a good thing. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, that would be true. Uh, cer certain things are way easier to catch. Um, and that, that I often wonder, I, I've never been able to find any re research really uh, Googling on how fast tumors grow. Because uh, I've always been curious as to when mine started and, and how far along it was. Because it was huge. My, uh, the, kidney, the tumor on my kidney was bigger than my kidney. Uh, it was the size of a softball and it encapsulated three quarters of the kidney. Um, so basically it was a big old tumor with a little bit of kidney sticking out, um, which large from what I've been told is that's extremely large. Um, but I wonder how long it took it to get there. Uh, how long was it growing in me? Was it growing in me for a month? Was it growing in me for 10 years? Uh, these are questions that I've often had, but I don't really know any way to find out. And it's probably different from person to person anyways. Yeah. I think your answer is a variable. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, we don't want to talk about this kind of shit. You know, every day seems to be old poor Jay thing. Let's talk about some of the topics I found. Uh, did you know a jetliner hit some guy uh, in Austin? So apparently some dude was walking on the runway and a, a fucking jet hit him. <laughs> to expected results, by the way. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, my question, I have so many questions about that. First off, you, you should look it up. The picture's funny. <laughs> like, it, the, it hit them with their engine. Uh, so there's like a big old dent in the cowling on one of the jet engines. <laughs> I mean, it's like Roadrunner shit, really. Uh, what was he thinking? I mean, was that death by airplane? I mean, suicide by airplane? Because uh, uh, there's really no, I mean, they, they uh, haven't identified him yet, and they don't know who he is, but he's not dressed in, like, airport worker clothes or anything like that. There wasn't any really reason for him to be out there. So it makes me wonder, what the fuck was he thinking? I mean, you, you, did he not see the jet coming? I mean, you know he didn't, you, you know he can't have claimed to have not heard it coming. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> shit, dude. Maybe random drunk guy, random tripping guy, eh, who knows? 
Yeah, it's either suicidal or some really serious drugs, would be my guess. Um, that, sound, I, that sounds awfully complicated for suicide. I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak on to an airport and try to run into a jet. Like uh, that's not the best suicide plan. Yeah, you're right, you're right. But people have had, people don't always come up with good plans. Uh, for example, uh, apparently uh, some guy decided that he didn't want to live anymore, so he. Uh, flew his ultralight plane up to 4,000 feet over the bay and jumped the fuck out. Yeah, I heard about that one. Yeah. Uh, that's, that type of thing's happened before. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but like there's that... the one guy that was going through the divorce, right, that mm -hmm. ended up killing... I don't know if he actually killed him or not, but there was the guy that was uh, that had his own plane and he kamikaze into his fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> That's some pretty serious shit, dude. You, you know, I, I don't know if it. the like the soon to ex, soon to be ex wife was there or not. Like, I don't remember that piece of the story, but yeah, this has been years ago. But that was a guy that was absolutely fed up with her shit. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, uh, and, and it's funny. Uh, the, it, when the guy did it, he was pretty considerate and courteous as far as it goes. Uh, he left his family a note so they didn't have to worry about it. Apparently, he was a firefighter, so he made sure he flew out of the district because he didn't want any of his fighter, fire, firefighter friends to be the ones responding to the call and finding him there. And lastly, he made sure he flew out over the bay because he didn't want his ultralight aircraft to accidentally crash into something and hurt somebody. Uh, so other the, than the, you know, horrible loss to the family and friends part, he's pretty nice about it. Yeah. If you're going to go, yeah, do it that way. He'll just be fish food. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it's funny whenever I see one of these articles, uh, people are always like, oh, how could he do that to the family? He, he's that's so selfish. Well, you got to remember suicidal people aren't thinking right uh, in their mind. They're doing their family a favor. Uh, almost, ex almost every single time, uh, someone is suicidal, they think of themselves as a burden on their family and, or at least they reason that a way to convince themselves that it's okay, that they're not hurting their family. Uh, obviously it's selfish, but they, sometimes that's not how they think. So you've thought about this, uh, quite a bit, huh? No, uh, that's that's one of my few things I don't have an issue with. Uh, my mom was suicidal quite often, uh, so I worry that I might become so. But no, right now I want to live. I believe it or not, I actually enjoy my life for the most part, despite all the complaining. Uh, I, you know, Is I that can like have a hereditary life. thing. It can be. It can be genetic. Uh, she was. Um, she had a lot of mental issues. Uh, she, I, she was schizophrenic. I don't know what the technical terms for a lot of them are, uh, but she often thought people were out to get her. Uh, she believed things that just were not, was not true at all. Uh, she, and she's very paranoid, uh, and, and paranoid delusional, I guess. Uh, but yeah. And, and, uh, when I understand that can be genetic, but I'm not going to worry about that. I'm, I'm a happy guy. <laughs> Seriously. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I so love it my life. Like the hereditary part is like the, the mental issues, not necessarily the suicidal right. thoughts part of it. Right, right, exactly. So I'm going to be fine. I've got a way better support system than she did anyway. She lived out, uh, far away from her entire family, and she basically only had one friend that was the uh, the wife of my stepdad's uh, best friend. So she had a very small social network. She never really went out. Um, she didn't like going places. Uh, that part's like me. <laughs> but but she yeah, doesn't say this is all sounding very familiar. Yeah, but I have the Internet. Uh, so I have an entire world to interact with and to keep me sane. So I don't, I don't have to be wrapped up in my head like uh, she was all day long.
basically what Jay is saying is everybody has to go vote up one of his posts per day for his mental health. Yeah, that would probably help quite a bit. <laughs> uh, did you see that uh, chick from Full House that uh, paid to get her kids in the school is going to trial? Uh, no, like I really gave zero shits about that entire thing. Right, like, right. Even who who really gives a fuck? I know, you know. Like, if you have the money and you have a dipshit kid and you want him to get into a certain school, fucking donate for a goddamn library and get him in. Like, who is that necessarily hurting? Yeah, there's probably some kid that applied that could have got in that now is losing the spot for the rich kid, but Mm -hmm. that's fucking life. Rich kids have a step up, and that's just how things work. Well, here's what it is. She's getting punished because she didn't do it the right way. Uh, you see, she, little Miss Laurie, or whatever her name is, it wasn't rich enough to like buy a wing for a uh, uh, you know a library, new library for the uh, campus or something like that. She paid three hundred thousand dollars to get her uh, daughter in, which basically, you know, so if she would have donated three hundred thousand dollars to the university, it probably wouldn't have done shit. Uh, so she felt like she, this was the only way she had to get her kid into college. One, on one hand, I don't really care. This is like the like the lowest level crime ever. Uh, you, you, like you said, it hurt one other person max. There might have been someone else that didn't get in because of her. Um, on the other hand, fuck her. Dude. I'm glad she's going to trial for it. I mean, it, it is it, it is some pretentious, you know, uh, upper class bullshit to think that it's all right to bribe your way and to get your kids into school. So yeah, I'm glad to see she's going to trial in October. I'm glad that she turned down a plea deal and I'm glad that she's probably going to get fucked. Yeah, but she has probably just about enough money to get through a trial with nothing but a slap on the wrist. Yeah, but it's going to cost her a shitload then. So, which is fine. You know, I just think, I just think it's a bullshit thing to do in the grand scheme of things. No, it's not a big deal, but you know, it's, it's still not something she should have done and she shouldn't get away with it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is the wrong thing to do. Like, really, the right thing to do is half these people, they just realize that their kids were fucking stupid and they're just <laughs> not going to make it anyway. Like, they should probably just go that way. Like, yeah. everybody's not a winner. No, that's true. You know, uh, one of my favorite sayings uh, I heard uh, from back when was a politician that was saying that he's going to strive and and strive and push until every single American had an above average income and nobody laughed at that. I'm like, dude, not, not everyone's going to win. Not everyone's a winner. There is a reason for that. There has to be losers for there to be winners. Uh, so if your kids aren't smart enough to go to college, just be happy that you have kids happy that you're and be happy that you're rich enough that you can support them anyway, so that they're still going to have a good life. You know, not that you have to have a good life to go uh, go to. Not that you have to go to college to have a good life, anyways. There's plenty of people that are winners that never went to college. There's a few. Um, I think really just kind of what it comes down to, and especially when you're talking about the whole average thing, right? Is like everybody has an inflated view of themselves all the time. Like if you were to ask everybody in this chat right now, are you above or below average intelligence? Everyone's probably going to say they're above. Yeah. Yeah. Very few people are realistic. Statistics says there's probably a couple knuckle draggers in here. (laughs) Yeah. Very true. Uh, I'm realistic about that. I said over and over again, I don't think I'm that bright, but I'm probably overinflate other abilities of mine, uh, you know, to compensate for that. So you're right. Nobody has it. 
-hmm. like what we're we need to get this like uh the bass playing ability uh no 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 i I, no i'm horrible at bass playing i'm horrible at bass playing uh it's funny someone tried to dig at me on that thread that i posted saying oh look at this guy he can play bass but he but he couldn't do that job that the guy offered him because he didn't think he was because he thought he was too clumsy or some shit like that I was like, dude, I've been playing bass for fucking seven years, and I sound like a guy that's been playing for about six months. You kind of just proved my point. Because seriously, I've been playing bass for seven years now, and I'm horrible at it. So back to things that you're above average at. Like, let's let's try to get to these things. Let's uh, let's have a, a therapist moment here, Jay. What I, are you good at? Um, I believe that. It, uh, well, I, I believe my voice sounds good. I think I can speak better than average. I think I have my issues of speaking that I'm working on uh, with this podcast. Basically, um, I don't know very little else. I think I uh, deal with other people well. Uh, I think I can. I think I have good customer service skills, and I'm. Uh, Basically, I, I, I'm saying that uh, I can be shit on and deal with it because <laughs> that's what customer service is. Customer service is being the ability to be shit on and move forward with a smile. God damn, Jay. There's got to be more there than that. No. So far, we have your voice, which is something that you have no control over. It's not Very a true. skill. Nope. It's and a then you have, And then you have interpersonal skills. So you basically have one skill listed. There's got to be something else here. Um. No, not really, dude. I'm not. I'm. I'm not special, dude. There's nothing special about me. I've got no special abilities or talents or anything like that. I'm. I'm just a normal dude. Um, we're I just, wish I was. We're just talking above average. Like, stop living in the I got C's and everything world. Um. Well, I mean, I don't think I am above average about anything. I'm. Ta- Once again, everything that's unusual about me, I have nothing to do with. I'm taller than average. Uh, I have a distinctive voice. That's it. I. There's nothing good about me really i mean I, I don't mean to sound like i feel bad about myself i'm perfectly happy with myself but not everyone is special not everyone is above average i'm an average dude that's i'm okay with that i'd like to be special or something though that'd be that'd be fucking cool there's all kinds of things i wish i was good at i wish i could sing well i wish i was good at sports uh i wish i had better hand-eye coordination i wish i was uh able to take a punch in the face without crying like a little girl but these aren't things that are these things aren't me and I'm okay with that. You're sounding like a Skilo song. I wish I was a little <laughs> bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl that looked good. I would call her. My wife is very a pretty. And a hat and a bat and a six four Impala. Ah, okay. Well, this is a good segue uh, since we're on the rap thing. Uh, I noticed Takashi Six Nine's putting out an album, dude. What do you think about that? I'm still just waiting for him to get shot in the face. Do you really think that's a serious thing? I mean, you're way more into the rap scene than I am. Uh, and I thought the guy was probably had his days numbered. Yeah, you don't necessarily snitch on gangs and get away with it. Right, right. And, well, I guess it depends on the gang. I mean, some gangs are a lot more hard, hardcore well, yeah, than like, I mean, if you snitched on ICP and the Juggalos, like, you're probably going to be fine. But, like, right. actual gangs, you're probably not going to do so well. Right, right. But were they real gangs? I mean, or were they fake ass bitches? So, from what I understood, they they weren't fake. I I don't know if he was ever really much more than like a money source, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they end up just writing it off, like he was just kind of a mascot for a while with some deep pockets. Right, right. But like, generally, you're gonna get fucked up from that. Hmm. 
It's interesting because he clearly is rolling the dice on it. I I figured once he got out, he you know since apparently he'd made some dough before that, that he was just going to check out. You know, you'd no one ever hear of this guy again. Uh, but not only is he uh, apparently not going to check out, he just, he's putting out a new album tomorrow. Now, clearly, he's probably uh, taking his uh, safety pretty serious, and I don't think anyone's have seen him out in the public, but that's going to happen at some point. Well, you've seen this guy, right? Like, Yeah. Huh. Obviously, his judgment is a little suspect, <laughs> and his music is garbage. No, that was, that was so, going to be my next question. I, I don't listen to rap that much, and I've, I haven't heard a single note of his shit. Is it really that bad? It is fucking horrendous. <laughs> well that's good to know so uh, who knows though maybe maybe jail changed him maybe that album he puts out tomorrow is like hardcore awesome shit dude uh, are you gonna at least check it out you can't cure stupid no no that's probably so, no true. no i'm not gonna not gonna go with that <laughs> fair enough oh let's see what else do we got do 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 do. Oh, speaking of uh, cuck ass bitches, <laughs> did you hear Prince Prince Henry sold his rifles to pre- please Meghan Markle? Sold all of his hunting rifles, got like eighty thousand dollars for him or something shit like that. And this is what happens when you put the pussy on a pedestal. Yeah, I'm I'm just amazed. You know, uh, I mean, you, I I can't judge a guy on uh, his physical appearance unless he's just like absolutely goddamn Ryan Reynolds or something, but he seems like he's an attractive dude. He's the prince of fucking England. He can have any guy, any guy, he can have any girl he wants. And, and she's a pretty girl. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I think she's very attractive, but for all the shit that she's making him change, I think he just didn't want to be a prince in the first place. It's gotta be because (coughs) if you're a prince, you got fucking options. I mean, you have a goddamn title. You could be king. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is he is he first in line? I don't know. Was he's he? a prince. That means there's some there's some situation there where he could become king, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um and just damn, dude. I I think he didn't like the entire royal life. Uh but he was a manly man at one point. I believe he was the one that joined the military and was like a helicopter pilot and he, like he enjoyed his hunting. So it's not so much the fact that he doesn't want to be a prince anymore that surprises me because I imagine that lifestyle isn't for everybody, but the fact that he's willing to give up a whole bunch of stuff that he obviously enjoyed for her as well. Like I don't know. I guess to me my wife wouldn't ask me to give up shit like that. So that's that's what what amazes me really. Uh not the, not so much the fact that he would do it for her. Because if my wife asked me to do something, if she seriously disliked something I didn't, I did, I probably stopped doing it. But my wife wouldn't ask me to stop doing stuff I enjoyed doing. Well, that and you're both so goddamn minimal effort that there's not much to stop doing. <laughs> well, that's true. It's what she what she could ask me to stop doing breathing because you know that's about the only thing I do on the regular. <laughs> well, that's gonna happen by itself. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah, no, but I I think I will look into that. Oh, let's see. What else do we got? Okay. Odin needs to get the fuck off the internet, okay? Uh, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but Sir Anthony Hopkins uh, recently challenged Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone to a dance-off. Apparently, he found some Drake dance that he likes doing, so he... uh, posted a video of him doing this dance that Drake made up and then challenged those two to a dance-off. Uh, I am severely upset by this. Anthony Hopkins is one of my favorite 
uh, actors. He's so super impressive in everything he does. But then when you see him off camera on the internet lately, he's just a fuck. Did you see the video where he was headbanging the heavy metal and shit? No, I don't really pay attention to Anthony Hopkins. It's He's what, like 170 years old? That's what I'm saying. And he needs to act like he's a hundred. So, I mean, it's fine. You're all, you're, you know, you're only as young as you feel, but he's breaking a lot of, uh, images of him that I've had for years. I mean, fucking, you know, <laughs> I have images of him eating fucking people, not doing dance moves and shit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so actors aren't necessarily the roles that they play. Jay. I, I know, but I want it's, them to it's be, ma- it's make believe. I know, but I want them to be. I mean, shit, goddamn, dude. <laughs> this this guy played Odin. He and I, he did a good job. I didn't think he was going to be a good Odin when they picked him. I was like Anthony Hopkins, but he he was great. I loved him in it. Um, yeah, he wasn't a great Odin. No, I liked. That. I thought he was just fine. Uh, he definitely was the wise old man that they needed him to be. Um, but they yeah, uh, but the, like real Odin was like more of a badass. Well, yeah, yeah, but they couldn't do that because they had to make Thor a badass, and you know, and Odin like the senior dude. Uh, so they had to, they had to go as a senior dude, like Odin was a fucking badass. Oh yeah. 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 I know. And they could have went with a different direction with it and had, you know, some, uh, buddy like in his fifties. Uh, so he still had the gray hair going, but still be burly and, you know, and, and, uh, athletic enough to be the badass Odin. But I didn't mind the direction he went with it really at when they cast him, they were still in the early days of Marvel and they were kind of trying to find a little bit of legit legitimacy, I believe. So I think that's one of the reasons they went with Anthony Hopkins over somebody else. Yeah, fuck him. I'm going based on I'm going outside of Marvel. I'm going like pure Norse mythology. Like oh god, oh yeah, that you know, that's different. Yeah, <laughs> basically, I'm a goddamn Viking based on my like my lineage. So got to be it. faithful to the right Odin here. <laughs> you know, I thought about doing one of those genetic testing things, but they're fucking expensive. I mean, I, if if there was like a test for fifty bucks or something, I might try it. But they start at a couple hundred dollars. It looks like. Um, and since I know where half of my lineage comes from, anyways, it'd only be my dad's side that I'd be curious about. Yeah, me. It's like you know, eighty, ninety percent Norwegian, and then black. Oh, right, 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 right. I'm on my mom's side. I'm Irish and Scottish. Uh, from my grandpa, uh, Hick from my grandma. Uh, that's as I've told that story. That's as uh, much as I can pin it down. She's from the South. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, so but I'd be curious to find out what, what my dad's side was, but I'm, but I'm not going to spend a couple hundred dollars for curiosity. That's just silly. You've spent oh, more for less. That is true, but I'm trying to be a better person with my spending. <laughs> Uh, shit, dude, we already went through all my topics and we only got, a, we're only halfway through the show. I suck, dude. Uh, I really need to put more effort into doing research about what we should talk about. Do you got anything you want to talk about while I scroll through the, uh, good old Yahoo news to see what they're talking about? You know, not a ton. Um, obviously we have the fights coming up tomorrow. So weigh-ins were this morning that went off relatively without a hitch. Uh, unfortunately, Jeremy weighed in five pounds over. Holy shit. Fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. And I've I'm already seeing people talk shit about it. Uh the most common one I'm seeing uh where they're talking shit about him is that uh he expected everybody else to come in overweight too and tried to use that to his advantage. Which I don't think is no. true in the least bit. Uh that's no, not the type of that Goody is. He's not a kid that's gonna miss weight. Like I have a feeling he probably got injured at some point mm. in training. So like I'm not 
Yeah, I don't know about tomorrow now. Yeah, I'm sure. I think he's probably still gonna be fighting this, from what I heard. Uh, well, yeah, uh, he, he's still fighting. I'm just talking like his performance in the fight. Like, oh, there's, I'm, there's probably something wrong with him right now. Hmm. And he's fighting a relatively tough dude. And it's also right. not good that he is on like a three fight losing losing streak. I think. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, this isn't good. Well, I picked against him, so but I don't enjoy hearing this news. Obviously. Um, well, I mean, uh, even if you're against him, like this is one of those fights that like he really kind of needs to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's reaching the tail end of his career, and if he's already lost th- three in a row, uh, if he loses now that he's missed weight, yeah, he's almost definitely cut. I can't see them keeping him. And that'd well, be a shame. I don't know about that. So, like his last three losses, they're not exactly against slouches. Oh well, no, but you know, like the third fight was Jose Aldo. Yeah. <laughs> the second fight was Zabit. Yeah. And the most recent loss was Yair Rodriguez. Uh, yeah, three very good dudes. Uh, but still, that's uh, Dana's normal pattern. If you have three losses in a row, you are normally out. If you get a fourth loss in a row, there's very few people that stick around after four in a row, I don't think. It depends. Like, if you're a super exciting fighter, which for the most part he is, mm-hmm. like, you get a little bit more leeway. But, yeah, I mean, if you look overall, like, it's not looking great. No, no. He and tear some shit up in Bellator, though, at least. Oh, God. Fuck. He, the, the, with the comparative skill level, yeah, that'd be almost a good move for him when you think about it, as long as he can get the comparative pay. Uh, and I did a little research. I think he's only missed weight three times in 30-something fights. So he's not a normal uh, guy to miss weight. Yeah, so he's been comfortable making the cut where he was supposed to be making the cuts, 145, for quite a while. So, like, it wasn't something that he doesn't have that weight down. Hmm. Yeah, so, I don't know. It, it might it might not even be an injury. It might just have been a change in his training because of COVID. I mean, you know, I, I'm sure that uh, some people will say that's an excuse as well, but it's entirely possible. I'm sure he was not able to do a full training camp the normal way. I mean, he was one of the few people that have been on uh, UFC 249 the entire time. This fight's been scheduled for quite a while. It's not a short notice fight, but still, he might not have been able to train the way he wanted to. Yeah, but even that, generally, you're not going to be the five over. So the five over tells you something was, like, physically wrong. Hmm. That you're not even attempting, like, that last piece of the cut. Oh, like he wasn't able to get his road work in or something like that? Maybe a foot injury? I've heard that before. Yeah, like something. I don't know necessarily what it would be. But, like, generally, if it's just a bad weight cut and you didn't time things correctly, that's where you see the guys coming in, you know, know, three-tenths of a pound over, like, half a pound over, one pound over. Like those are the guys that just didn't calculate it quite correctly. When you come in five, either either something went horribly wrong and you're probably hurt or you're sick or you have staff or something like that, or you're just an unprofessional piece of shit, which clearly he's not. No, no. So like you said, it's got to be something. And I'm sure we'll find out after the fight. We won't find out before the fight because he's not that type of dude. He, um, he, he'll fight injured and uh, shit. We might not even find out after the fight considering the type of duty is he might just say, yep, I lost and move on. Uh, and I never even tell us about the injury. That wouldn't actually, that wouldn't surprise me. Either way. Hope he wins. Go Jeremy yeah. Stevens. Yeah. But yeah, but the entire rest of the card made weight, which is surprising. Uh, I kind of expected at least a couple more people to miss weight. Uh, I really didn't. So if you look at this card, right? Like generally you're looking at folks that, you know, have been in the game for a good while I mean, there's a couple heavyweight fights. You hardly ever see a heavyweight miss weight. 
So for the most part, you have people that have been making weight for years that are professional at this, that aren't going to fuck it up. Like when you see the people missing weight, like generally it's people that are in their first or second fight in the UFC or they're trying a new weight class or they're just an absolute piece of shit. Like that wasn't this card. No. So yeah, but the, none of them had full fight camps. And when you don't have your normal training, uh, who knows what can happen? Uh, but like you said, it turns out all, all my worries were for nothing. Um, yeah, so I, I'm excited about it. I already ordered it. Uh, I ordered the uh, UFC and I got a year's worth of ESPN plus because it's basically almost the same price as just ordering the fucking UFC. Uh, I was disappointed to find out that USP, uh, ESPN plus does not have the ultimate fighter on it, though. Uh, I guess that's just on fight pass because I wanted to go back as soon as I ordered it as uh, what went into ESPN plus to try to find it. Cause I wanted to watch some of the old seasons, like season five or season six, those, those sort of things, but apparently not. Well, yeah, let's talk about it. This is such a stupid fucking deal. Like generally, you know, allegedly there are other ways to watch fights at times. And I will absolutely say that I have taken advantage of that at times because of this stupid fucking deal with ESPN. Like the <laughs> fact that, you have to have fight pass to see things like um, submission underground or like Eddie Bravo or like a lot of the other fights. Like you have to have fight pass, which is one subscription and some of the prelims will still be on there. And then you need to have ESPN like on your like cable to be able to watch other prelims. And then you need to have ESPN plus to see some events and other prelims and some like main events. And then you have to buy a pay-per-view on ESPN plus and nowhere else to see big fights. Like how many fucking hoops do you need to jump through to watch a goddamn fight? Yeah. Yeah. And then not to mention the, that they have all, uh, all the UFC content divided up between two subscriptions instead of just one. So you know, it should be, I mean, it's annoying enough that they're going to make you subscribe to something to get their pay-per-views, but make me subscribe to one fucking thing. You know, now I, I, I feel kind of ripped off. I, my consolation for having to subscribe to this ESPN plus bullshit was that I'd be able to watch all of the old UFC content. And most of it's not there. It's over on fucking fight pass. So, uh, so the logical thing, logical thing would be to subscribe to fight pass, but no, you can't get the pay-per-views through fight pass. It's fucking bullshit. Really? It, it is. It, it was all ESPN throwing a shit ton of money at the UFC to get all of the live events. And that didn't include Fight Pass because UFC still wanted to hold on to that in their entire library. So instead, you get ESPN Plus where you have to pay to fucking watch the pay-per-views still despite having a monthly cost or a yearly, however you do it. And the only other stuff on ESPN Plus, like they do have some decent stuff on there. Like they have all like the ESPN 30 for 30s and the detail series is great. Kind of sucks because Kobe Bryant did the basketball detail series and kind of not around anymore, but like ESPN plus did kind of have a, have a bit of a niche, but you're going to pay to have mixed martial arts. Like why not structure the deal where you have all of the fight pass content as well? Yeah. Yeah. That's very disappointing for me. Uh, I still went on there and watched a couple things like, uh, before the show, I went ahead and watched the UFC's 10 greatest submission artists, which was an interesting list. Uh, they got some things wrong, but, uh, it was interesting to, to watch. Like they uh, put Royce Gracie at number one just because he was the first. Well, clearly he would get the sh- uh, you know uh, the crap kicked out of him jujitsu wise by any of the modern people. 
Uh, oh, who? What did you say his name was? Uh, Royce Gracie, or Hoist Gracie, rather. There, there you go. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but so I did seriously had him at number one. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the list is more accurate. Uh, I believe number ten was Joel Azan. Uh, number nine was fucking. I'm gonna get some of these wrong. Uh, but I know uh, Joe Lazan was number ten. Uh, Damian Meyer was on there like nine or eight. Uh, they had uh, uh, Ronda Rousey at number three. Uh, actually, uh, yeah, Charles Olivia was number nine. I believe Damian Meyer was number eight. They put uh, Fabricio Wardoom at like number six. Uh, they had Big Nog wait, at number. Wait, wait, wait. What? What did you call him? Fra- Fabricio Wardoom. Verdoom. Verdoom. Okay. Okay. Uh, they had Big Nog at number five, I think. Uh, but my favorite one that they had in there is they, and I think this is accurate. They had Frank Mir at number two. And I, so, yeah, like apparently this is someone that has like no real concept of anything. That's just an absolutely terrible fucking list. Really? See, I like that. I'm, Frank Mirror is, I'm a big Frank Mirror fan. I always thought he was cool. I always thought he was, was articulate and intelligent and just a fucking demon in the cage. Yeah, until that horseshoe got pulled out of his ass and beaten upside the head with it. <laughs> you know what? I honestly, that was some of the best UFC I've ever enjoyed. The uh, the rivalry between uh, Brock Lesnar and Frank Mirror. Mirror. Uh, I love that shit. That was some, uh, God, I loved it so much. Uh, you know, when Frank beat him the first time, I loved it when Brock beat him, the fir- uh, went back and beat him. I would love to see a trilogy fight. Uh, I don't think it ever happened if I, if I recall correctly, but man, that was fun. It was just, that was just fun UFC stuff. Yeah. I don't think a trilogy were, really would have been worth anything. Well, great. I think Brock would have freight trained him again. Like the only reason he lost that first fight is because like it was his what? Like second, fight ever well yeah but he fought him again like two fights later so it's not like he gained a wealth of experience between men uh quite he a just, bit he, he learned not to panic if someone grabs your leg and... yeah yeah and more important he, he learned to not give him the opportunity to grab the leg in the first place because i think you're right uh brock lesnar just didn't know better like <laughs> like when he when he knocked frank mirror down and went to stand over him and beat the fuck out of him he didn't know not to leave his leg standing there later on i guess he knew <laughs> It was actually an interesting thing. So, like, I don't know what if it was on a show or where I saw it, but there were a bunch of people like, uh, kind of debating the fact that, like, if the NFL were to go away, like, say that you know this whole COVID thing completely fucks everything up, like, how long it would take for all essentially like football built athletes to completely just overrun MMA? Okay. Well. <clears throat> I don't know. It depends on what level of NFL you're talking about. The average NFL athlete, uh, like the lower level ones, I don't think they'll have a great effect on MMA. Look at Matt Mitrione. Uh, great guy. I, I, I'm a big fan of him, but he didn't like dominate MMA. Uh, and now granted, he's not like exactly a top level NFL guy, but he was NFL guy. He was like end of the depth chart, like practice squad NFL. I'm talking like, you take any starting level skill position player in the NFL and you start to put them into MMA training from a younger age. And a lot of these guys have a wrestling background. Like they're going to overrun anything from 185 through heavyweight is going to be like that type of athlete. Like you could see it, right? Oh yeah. And you I saw Brock Lesnar do it. Like, mm-hmm. and he, 
I won't call him an NFL athlete, but just like a freak athlete with a great wrestling background. Mm-hmm. That, you know what? You're, like, no, I, I agree with you completely. You're 100% right. Uh, and uh, John Jones is a good example of that. He was uh, into wrestling instead of uh, uh, football, but he has, you know, I, I call NFL genetics because, uh, you know, his both his brothers are uh, high level NFL players. Uh, and the only reason he got into MMA, from what I understand, is because he got his girlfriend pregnant. Uh, so he uh, dropped out of the wrestling to do the MMA thing instead. Uh, otherwise we, we would have never seen him and we wouldn't, you know, and, and he is a great example of NFL level talent, even though he never played in it. Well, no, he's an example of not even NFL talent just coming from a family where he was the worst athlete. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's a good point. The best yeah. Fighter of all time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's a good point. Yeah. And, uh, it would be, uh, I, I often wonder how the NBA stars would do, uh, in MMA. Because, uh, for one thing, they got cardio for fucking days. Uh, they have cardio that makes MMA fighters look fucking silly for the most part. I mean, they run back and forth nonstop for a fucking hour, not 15 minutes. Uh, so I think, I think they would have a uh, good cardio for it. A lot, all, most of them were tall, uh, slim, you know, uh, built, which would be, uh, a good uh, build for the, uh, MMA, you know, long arms and all that good shit. So yeah, there's, I mean, Major League Baseball is probably the only athletes that could not break into MMA with uh, unqualified success. Well, yeah, but I mean, baseball is the one, you know, major sport that you can play while smoking a cigarette and be fine. (laughs) Well, two, if you count bowling. (laughs) That's not a sport. (laughs) Bowling is a game. There you go. I tend to agree. Uh, But yeah, uh, maybe like hockey be an interesting one too. having a couple of hockey guys try the MMA. You know, I don't know. Like those guys again, they have so they have the the one thing up that they have over basketball, right? It's like they have toughness. Like basketball isn't known for having to deal with a ton of like violent contact. Right, right. That's what you get from football, that's what you get from hockey. That's where you get from like rugby. But I yeah, think but... the other thing it's is why you don't necessarily see hockey guys come across is also, they're not necessarily getting like the most freakish athletes that the NFL gets. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that is just the pay. Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, also, it's a more specified skill set. And I think hockey is a more high skill level uh, sport than some of the other ones. Not athletically speaking, but like hand eye coordination and shit like that. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I would like to see you try to try to ice skate and score a goal. That'd probably be a bad idea. <laughs> I don't think that'd Which end well for me. Which is why it would be hilarious. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I don't think I'll be doing that because I will probably hurt myself. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting. Uh, like, and then there's all these other sports that aren't really sports as far, as far as like athletic ability, but they are sports as far as like high skill level, like golf. Uh, obviously, being in shape helps your golf game, but your athletic ability is not the number one uh, determiner of whether you're good at golf or not. Otherwise, it wouldn't be well, people shit, like have John, you heard Daly. Of John Daly. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. Otherwise, yeah. there wouldn't be people like John Daly. Uh, but the but not to say it doesn't help. One of the reasons that Tiger Woods was so uh, much better than everybody else is because he took it seriously as like an athletic sport, and you know he made sure he was in shape and all that good shit. Well, I mean, any any game or whatever, like you're always going to have a leg up being an actual athlete. 
No, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, even something like bowling. If you're in shape, you can, you know, you probably throw the ball ball better. My dad would love bowling. It was his sport. Uh, it was funny, kind of funny to watch him uh, play because he was so tall. He was six nine, so he would have to get so low that his knee was practically touching the ground as he threw that ball, uh, which he threw very hard. He used a super heavy ball too. He was good too. He uh, he wasn't professional level, but he'd go to Vegas and play in tournaments and win money. I remember he had this awesome stereo system that he said he won. Uh, that he bought with uh, money when playing in uh, Las Vegas, the tournaments and such. This is like in the seventies or eighties or something like that. Back when bowling was actually popular. <laughs> I don't think bowling was ever popular. Oh, dude, you are incorrect. At least in Michigan, uh, bowling was hugely popular. Uh, there was, used to be bowling alleys all over the place. Seventies uh, and eighties. I think. I think Michigan was one of the hot spots for bowling. To be honest, so so I don't know about the rest of the. Uh, uh, country someone's asking me what his average was i don't know i want to say in the 250s i don't could i couldn't uh, i couldn't be uh I, i'd be lying to you if i said i knew for sure though he's more he's rolled multiple 300 games though yeah so if if detroit was the hot spot for bowling that does explain why detroit went to shit over the coming <laughs> decades <laughs> that's funny uh, it's funny you mentioned that i posted a video on the og of uh, some guy uh, uh flew a drone through Fox Theater in here in Detroit, which is a beautiful theater, one of the most beautiful buildings in existence. And that's not just me. That's lots of people have said that. And lots of people were amazed at how beautiful it was. And I told them that's because uh, Detroit used to be the fucking money. Back in the day, we're talking the 20s and such. They used to call uh, Detroit the Paris of the West. At one point, it was the wealthiest city in the entire world. It was wealthier than New York, wealthier than Chicago, wealthier than any other city in the entire world. And a lot of the buildings are still around that were built in the 20s and 30s. And they're gorgeous pieces of architecture that you will not find pretty much anywhere in the world. Uh, so one guy had guessed that that theater must have been in Europe and it was like some king's pet project or something because it is out of sight, dude. Um, but yeah, so there's me. Um, there's me defending Detroit, I guess. <laughs> and then the bowling nerds took over and then it went to shit. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, shit, dude, we got five minutes left. You get, what do you want to talk about? So, again, fights coming up tomorrow. Have you watched uh, any of the embedded series this week? You know, I I would uh, had just started to watch one of them uh, the, today when I got the ESPN Plus because I, I don't have regular c- uh, cable anymore, so I, I don't it's have a chance YouTube. to watch anything. Oh, is it? I didn't, didn't yeah, even know they put it on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube but no, thing. I was going to watch yeah. some of them. Is there any? Well, it's just interesting. Oh, so well, like... you can watch it on ESPN Plus too, as it turns out. Oh, but yeah, so like it's just been interesting throughout the week, kind of watching that, like just how weird the process is. So like every yeah, fighter just... has their own room for like warming up. It has like uh, their own like you know little portable sauna. Like I I told you to get. Yeah. Like everybody's having to do temperature checks every day and get the fucking weird fucking Corona test where they tickle your brain with an oversized Q-tip. Like, <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, I, uh, J- uh, Coach John Wood is uh, coaching for Cerrone, and I follow him because he's also my friend Roxanne's coach. And uh, they, he he posted on his Twitter him getting that done. That didn't look pleasant at all. <laughs> Fuck that. If I have to do that shit to go and do something or go somewhere, I'm going to wait out a fucking vaccine at home. 
Yeah, no kidding. But yeah, I watched like the first 10 minutes before I got distracted or something else. And they were talking about like they had to have all these extra trucks because they're you know doing things in these separate places. And he just started talking about the uh, 24 different saunas for all the different fighters and all that good shit when I had to stop because uh, I was uh, making dinner. Um, so, Imagine but, that. You not being able to pay attention to something for yeah. the whopping like 12 or 13 minutes that each episode is. Oh, is that how long there? I saw there's like three or four of them on there. Like I said, I watched the first five minutes and I got interrupted. I was going to go back to it. I didn't realize it was that fucking short. <laughs> yeah, they're they're 10 to 15 minutes. They do it. And have you not watched the Embedded series? Like this no. has been a part of the UFC for like years now. No, uh-uh. I did not. I did not. Um I don't watch a lot of the extra stuff. I like watching the fights and I like watching the ultimate fighter because that let me get to know the fighters as people, which makes it a lot more fun for me to root for them or root against them, depending on their personality. So uh, that's like the entire thing of like embedded. That's like letting you into like kind of the life of generally at the main event, the co-main event, and then generally like one or two fights from the main card. It's like they'll check in on. Yeah. Well, but you can actually see like, what these fighters are going through and their camps are going through like the week of a fight. So they start it generally what Tuesday or Wednesday. There's an episode every day up until fight day. that basically recaps what's going on. So like the episode today was what was actually happening like yesterday or the day before the episode that'll go tomorrow, like tomorrow morning, tomorrow around noon will cover like weigh in day, which is today oh. it gives you kind of like a live look of what's going on during fight week. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I'll definitely check those out. Um, like, I don't watch a, a lot of the things. Like, I never watched Dana's uh, Friday Night Contender Series or Tuesday Night Contender Series or wh whatever it was. Um, just because I didn't, uh, I don't have cable. Uh, so, and I never really thought to check YouTube for these things. So, I, I was just not something I watched. Oh, look, we got someone that wants to call in. Let's find out who this is. Might as well end the show with a call in. Well, hello, caller. What can we do for you today? Oh, I guess not. <laughs> Just I, I never saw a collar like flash up. So, oh, oh, you can see that. I, I was not aware of that. Well, no, I don't see him ring in. But like once you like hit the button to answer, then it pops up. Maybe I, I hit never the wrong saw anything button. pop up. So maybe I hit the wrong button. <laughs> I'm God pretty sure. Damn I... it, Jay! Did you hang up on Kevin Smith again? God damn it! That's twice now. No, I don't think so. I. I, I uh... I think uh, that they just uh, decided they didn't want to call in. <laughs> Anyways, it's a show, guys. Uh, we're going to be back tomorrow. We're going to do the Fight Companion. We're going to be here for a very long time, so bring snacks. Uh, I want to thank the OG Army for showing up in the chat box. You guys are the show. Uh, I want to thank Ryan for doing the show with me. Uh, I couldn't do it without him. And um, shit, that's about it. What do you got, Ryan? Uh, one major fucking thing and then one not so major thing so we'll start with the non-major thing mm -hmm. jay said everybody fucking get here tomorrow it's what it you have the time it's at six or six thirty right so like just say we go normal time tomorrow and then just yep. stay on till fucking tuesday yes sir that's the plan all right so that's the less important thing the more important thing is fuck all y'all you guys have a great night we'll see you tomorrow Oh. Hey, hey.